Marcy and, and we, we are, are the Balance Babes. Welcome back to the podcast, all things health, wellness, and living your best life. I like that little. Like, <laughs> it sounded literally just like it. I don't think anyone's even gonna know. No, that was so <laughs> professional. <laughs> so professional of you, uh, guys. This week we have such an amazing guest on. We have Kira Christine. She is a um, friend of mine. She's local here, um, and now Lauren. We're all friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, here in PB, and she's a um, group fitness instructor. You've taken her classes. Yes, I have. They're amazing. She's so high energy. She just crushes it, and she has a huge community of girls that really look up to her. Um, I personally am a huge fan of her style of fitness. She actually is starting a new form of fitness called body build, which she'll talk about in this episode as well, uh, starting up at crew, which she is a co-founder of. So she's just doing so many amazing things and we're so excited to have her on the show today. Oh, I know. And the conversation was just, it was, it went in so many different directions that we couldn't have really anticipated. So I know that you're going to get a lot of value from it. Um, it ranges anywhere from, you know, talking about mindset and just prioritizing health. And then we talk a lot about, um, digestive issues and body image issues. And, um, it's sure gonna be something that you're going to take home and really think and make you grow from. Make sure to grab a pen and paper because you're going to want to take notes on this yes, one. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. So you're going to want to too. So tune in now, right? Yep. Tune in. Tune in. Yay. Yay. Welcome, Kira. Hi. Hello. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Ever since we started, I, I've had you in the back of my mind because like just everyone that I talk to is always like, Kara's like the epitome of health and fitness. Like <laughs> literally, and I've told you on your Instagram too, I'm like, you really are like very inspirational. I don't know where you get all your energy from, but like, I wish that I could just take some of it from you some days. <laughs> I need it. Um, it's true. Like literally I'll be laying in bed sometimes like watching stories first thing in the morning. I'm like, Kara's already been up for like hours. I should get my shit together. <laughs> like no, the first person to tell me that I've gotten that for years. And like realistically, I just feel like the only thing I could think of is like nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> Again, right. But then like, it ex- like, I don't know. I feel like I inspire myself to like come on and like talk. Like I get excited like first thing in the morning, I'm such a morning person. So like, I'm like, Oh, what happened? Da, da, da. I'm not the same person at nighttime though. So <laughs> gonna, don't get it confused. Okay. <laughs> same yeah. energy's not it rolls around like 6 PM. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. You know what the schedule that you need and it's very inspiring. Like it gets people motivated and you're definitely in the right line of work. Let me tell you, because <laughs> yeah, just your stories and everything like, it's so bubbly and you can tell it's very authentic. Like, you know how some people will try to do Like if I tried to do that at five in the morning, they'd be like, this bitch is lying. Like she is not in, in this at all. They'd be like, change the channel. I'm going to go watch Kara's stories. Now. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm like, so excited for you to be here because I feel like there's so much that we can talk about because, um, 
you have your hands in so many different things within the fitness space. And I love that you're already lighting up and all cheerful. I'm so excited to dig in. So I more so though, want to hear kind of how things have progressed, like where, how you got into fitness and um, what inspired you. I know there's a story there. Yeah. So, I mean, my story kind of goes back to like, I was a out of shape, like little kid. I played probably like every single like sport, like for a season and like never stuck with anything. Cause my parents were like, try it. And I was like, I don't like it. And so I stopped <laughs> not really in shape. My parents didn't like eat the best. So I didn't eat the best. And I became like a chubby, like teenager. And I like hated my life. Like, not that that's like end all be all, but like you're at those like, you know, preteen teen stages and you're just like so susceptible to like, I don't know what everyone else is saying and thinking yeah. and kids are mean. It's brutal. So when I got into high school, I tried out for cheerleading as a joke my freshman year. We actually made the team because I loved dance. I don't know why I thought this was a joke. Like we thought it'd be funny. Um, made freshman cheer, ended up loving it. And it was like the first time, like we had trainers as coaches and like the freshman coach was actually a track, like, star so she made us run a mile before every single like practice (laughs) so I dropped weight immediately because my body was like what is exercise (laughs) and then I realized like throughout high school like oh you can change your body like through exercise because at the time diet didn't matter I was eating for lunch one of those french fries because they were so good a snickers ice cream bar a chocolate muffin a pretzel and three chocolate chip cookies like every day like Uh, back I would love it thank you like nothing that's healthy for you but like oh my god I was like <laughs> so tiny size zero eating just like straight crap um, <laughs> it was so bad but like throughout high school I kind of like moved towards senior year and it, it t- started to kind of like take a turn for like I need to be smaller I need to be leaner like how do I control this more and like getting a little bit more onto the nutrition side like I was really restrictive on what I was eating and it became definitely more on like the orthorexia side um, of just overly obsessed. Like I would like kind of like come down on people for eating bad. And like, I was like, I don't eat fat. I don't eat carbs. Like I literally just ate fruits and vegetables. Cause I like decided to go vegetarian when I was 15. Cause I saw a PETA video on my space. I'm going to eat meat. And I was like, no, I'm not. Cause now I'm stubborn. So I like went through this whole phase of, not eating meat, kind of eating eggs, kind of eating fish. Dairy never agreed with me. And really controlling everything to the point where I was so restrictive that it just turned into a binge eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And so like throughout college, I kind of struggled with that. And I would put my classes all at night. So I could wake up early, go for like an eight mile run, go to the gym. Oh, I have like a very, very disordered past. And like, I was just so obsessed when I would control everything. And then like, I would have a moment of weakness or I would get like <laughs> alcohol in my system and I would just binge eat like crazy because I was like not letting myself eat enough food for how much I was working out. And you're still so young and you need so much more fuel, you know, just when you're like working out like that, especially. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that pushed me to like, I started creating like a lot of gut issues because I was also eating like these giant salads or you can't eat that much like roughage and like raw veggies. Um, and I started having all these digestive disorders And so I started getting more into the health side and was got like way more into like lifting and not doing as much cardio and then got into gut health and like the whole thing, like everything that was wrong with me, like 
literally the things I created <laughs> basically. I yeah. uh, like my way to get over them was to like educate myself more. So I kind of went through the gamut with that. And then through experiencing all the things I did, like, I wanted to like go to school to be like hosting nutritionist. So I went through that certification and like, and then I was like, I want to become a personal trainer. So I know like what I'm doing in the gym. So everything was for me at first. And then like, as I pushed through, I was like, I want to help other people in this scenario. Like I want other women to know that they can eat more that they can fuel their body. They don't have to be scared of carbs or fat or anything. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, know that there's another option. Like it's not about like getting as small as possible. Like, but like, you're going to feel so much better when you're lifting heavier and you're not doing all of the cardio, right? And you're going to love what your body looks like because it's going to react in the way you actually want it to. Like our culture has just decided that it's going to hide the secret from women. It's like lift weights. Mm-hmm. They tell men that they're like, men, you're going to feel so great and strong. Women go spend hours on, you know, cardio equipment and right. so look like. And if you're going to lift, make sure to bring your five pound pink dumbbell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not about it. I'm over here like, okay, cool. So the leanest, like I would say the most, I wouldn't say lean it. The most fit I ever got was like after dealing with all this. So I did a bodybuilding competition. Um, my coach put me on keto, which worked for like a short amount of time when like everything about my binge eating disorder came back because restricted mindset and me don't happen well together. That messed me up for a long time, messed in my gut, had to heal that, had to heal like my issues with food. And like it was crazy because like I was struggling, but like I could tell other people what to do. Like I could still coach other people fully through it, but like I was having problems. Yeah. And, and I finally reached out to a coach and I was like, I, I don't want control anymore. Like, tell me what to do. And I just want to listen to you. Like, I can't coach myself anymore. Like it's not working. So he was like, you need to be eating over 300 grams of carbs a day. You're teaching spin eight times a week and lifting. Like you need to eat food. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like when you just, you're in a weird mindset and you like, can't make get yourself to do things. So he like built up like over 300 grams of carbs a day. I was like super, super strong, felt so good in my body and was just like thriving. And that was like, I think that was like 2019. And like, that was the first time that I was like, holy shit, like this really does work. Like eating more works. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think like, like that was a huge turning point for like my mentality and like all the things I did was kind of like building up to there. Cause like I could do this with my clients, but like my mental state, like was definitely struggling like after that show and like, kind of like dealing with like the aftermath. Yeah. So that's kind of my story with the whole thing. And then once I did that with him, I kind of got to this place where I was like, I don't want to track anymore personally. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of the road that I've been on over the past, like after him and then all of 2020 in this year, I was like, I just want to be able to live like in my body and feel good and eat the things that feel good and like intuitively like listen in instead of being like, I have to eat this much protein, carbohydrate and fat. Mm -hmm. And like, that's been super freeing for me. So that's where, where I am now. (laughs) I love that. That's such a good story because it's, I mean, it's so common, right. And to see you kind of light up that you're now kind of in this new phase of like, it seems like you're at peace with where you are and you've left behind a lot of those habits that, you know, you've labeled as kind of disordered. And like I said, I think I, a lot of people, including myself and clients that I work with can relate to that, you know, because you just, you get so fixated, like you said, in that mindset and you get stuck in the weeds Mm -hmm. feeling like, you know, just, I don't know, like you, you're going one direction, it's not working another. And it's almost like, 
the unfortunate piece to, I think, fitness and, and figuring out what's best for people is that like, there's always two sides, you know, and you have to be able to find a, a happy medium because there's to every positive thing you can do on the flip side, it can easily become like you said, like a disorder or being too much. And I think the, the drive of only aesthetics will always take you the negative route. Mm. Like one person, like there might be very few people in the bodybuilding world that are like truly able to not have some sort of disorder. Like, like I feel like body dysmorphia. I mean, that is like so rampant. Let me tell you. Because it's only natural, right? Like think of like any goal you have, right? Like as simple as like literally saving money in your piggy bank. You're like, I, oh, I want to save $5. You save $5. Well, now I want to save 10. Like you're always going to be searching for that next goal when you hit it. It's yeah. only now, right? We're looking yeah. for that. So like the issue becomes, you know, what are you truly going for? Because for me, I was like, I'm not enjoying my life. Like mm-hmm. I was so miserable. I was so sick. I like could eat like four foods. I had like, um, I don't know if you know what SIBO is, but small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Mm. Like, it's actually really common. So like, I have no weird stuff about gut health. Cause I was like all about it. Um, I like couldn't eat anything without my stomach hurting, like just all this shit. Uh, like, like so many more people need to talk about this. Like yeah. people are going through gut health issues and they just don't know because they're like, Oh no, I'm fine. And it's like, no, your shoe should feel good every day. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have issues every day. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be bloated every day. That's not real. Like if you have bloating issues every day, like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, bloating sometimes is like normal, but like you should look at what those foods are or like why that's happening to you because you're either like not absorbing something, allergic to something or sensitive to something yeah. or like your body's telling you something, you know? And we've right. disconnected so much from like those like, you know, like nuance, nuances basically or like those signs that your body's like, hey, knock, knock, something's wrong. We're trying to tell you, but like your dumbass isn't listening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How, how did you go about healing your gut issues? Was it all through educating yourself or were there certain tests that you took or like elimination diet? I'm just so curious because yeah, yeah so, it's such an interesting topic. So it, there was multiple years of this. So in college, okay. I got to a point where like I couldn't eat anything without like having to curl up predisposition after I ate hurt my stomach hurt so bad. Like I thought I was like, for sure, I have like stomach cancer. I'm dying right now. Like Dr. Google is and I went did all this testing. I'm sure my mother hated me at this point because I was like, there's something wrong. Like, this is not normal. Like, I'm not making this up. I'm miserable. And I'm like, what do you, like, I'm healthy, you know? Like, I'm doing all the things right. How can this be happening to me? I had to go do, like, I ate a radioactive egg and they watched it go through my system. Like, they, like, put two plates and, like, every 15 minutes, like, watched where it was to see if there was, like, a blockage. Um, they like shot this dye in me and then put me in an MRI to see, like, I forget what it's called, but like, it makes your stomach contract to make sure it was doing that. They like shoved a tube down my throat to like, look at my stomach. So that was all in college when it was like a physical problem. Like I couldn't eat. And I'm doing all this research. And I'm like, they wanted to try to make me take antacids, which means like you're producing too much stomach acid. But I was like, I don't think I'm producing enough. I think my food is stuck. Like, I don't think I'm, I think I'm eating too many raw vegetables because I was eating these huge salad bowls because, you know, volume, I was like low calorie, just straight vegetables. Right. That's like zero calorie. That was like the thing. People were like, it's 
calories because you technically burn more when you eat it. We were all so dumb. I really <laughs> hope that, but like, I was like, I'm going to eat all the celery and egg whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was eating these giant salads and my stomach hurts so bad. And I was like, what if I just eat smaller meals throughout the day? And I stopped trying to eat like two giant meals Yeah, and like slowly started to help. Mm-hmm. And then when I came out to San Diego and I like kind of was like still dealing with issues. And after a few years, I like, I was just like, I mean, like I'll say it on here. I don't really care, but like, I was like so gassy and like my stomach and I was so super bloated all the time. And I just could not freaking figure out what it was. Um, and I was like, well, I'm doing probiotics and I'm like, I'm going to do like a low FODMAP diet. And like, I was trying all these things that I was finding online, but it, none of them were like truly working, nor do I think I actually gave them like the time, like yeah. you for a week and you're like, eh. Yeah. So I went to a naturopath, like test me for all the things I need you to like fix whatever's going on because I'm miserable. So I did, um, like the food test, like sensitivity yeah. and I did the most common one. It's like, um, I think it's called MRT, MR, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm going to blank on it now, but it, it tests you against like 170. Wow. They're coming out now and saying like, it's not the best to like tell you exactly what it is, but it came out and said that like all my sensitivities were to like, they were all like yellow. None of them are red. So you, either like red, we're like fully sensitive to that yellow. You're like mild, maybe don't eat as much green. You're good to go. And all of mine were like yellow and the highest yellows were things I ate most commonly, which is like common to trigger it then. Right. So it's like cashews. Um, cause there was a bunch of like plant-based stuff that has like cashews in it. Then it was like random things like tomatoes, watermelon, like, and it was just these random foods. So hmm. I was like, I don't like, that doesn't make any sense to me, whatever. And then I did a stool test and she, um, like same thing, like came back and they were like, well, like everything looks like, um, like pretty normal, but then I think you do a, a breath test and she was like, you have SIBO. So basically like drink this sugar packet and see if like the bacteria in your stomach like reacts, I guess. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens. You do like breath, breath test. And she's like, you have small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Basically there's like an overgrowth of bacteria and it's just like running rampant in your body. So like the more, um, probiotics you're taking or you know the kombucha or like the kefir or the yogurt or whatever she's like you're actually making it worse which would make sense and she's like all bugs right they're eating your food and they're creating the gases they're creating the uncomfortableness in your body and so so many people have this by the way it's very very common um it's actually like something like people can get diagnosed with like ibs and it can be SIBO they can get like gastrointestinal issues and they don't know what it is and it's SIBO because people just started testing for it more Hmm. Um, and you have to go on a special diet that's like very, very bland and then take a bunch of supplements to like basically kill it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it worked. And it's taken me a long time to like, you know, kind of get to a place where like I can kind of put in different foods because I also created a sensitivity to eggs from eating them every day during my bodybuilding prep. Yeah. For every meal. Like mm-hmm. no could let you do that. That's like literally destroying your body. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> so I like, I break out in like a rash. Like my body is like so sensitive. No yeah. way. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. Like, if anyone listening, like if you have any kind of acne, like around your mouth and like your like chin cheeks area, you most likely have some sort of food sensitivity to something. And like, you can definitely figure out what it is with just an elimination diet, like slowly take out the biggest triggers and like figure it out. Wow. 
That's insane. Yeah. And so like, how would you do that though? I'm trying to even think like eliminating certain stuff. Like, do you just keep a log of it? And then you're just like, like you said, trying to stick to like bland foods or. So obviously if you think you have gut issues, go see like a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor. Um, just because they're going to have way more knowledge is the wrong word, but like experience dealing with people that have issues like that. If you go to your regular doctor, because I did, and they were like, here's antacids. Do you know what that would have done? I would have been in more pain. Like I told my mom, I wasn't taking the pills and she was mad at me. And I was like, I'm going to be, I know that's not right. Like I know my body and that's not what it needs. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. You listen to your intuition. Like most people wouldn't know to listen to that intuition I feel like that's what just really trips me up about like nowadays I have so I have I'll admit like I have a huge distrust to like the medical industry just surely from the fact that you know they're practicing and I, I'm not saying that I know any better but like a lot of times I feel like you and your intuition is stronger so it's like I don't know it's hard to find that like happy medium you know what I mean well, and like, if you just look at like, like the regular, like doctors out there, or whatever, like yeah. they're not trained in nutrition. No, not they at all. No. Doubled it like a week of it in school. So like, if you're going in there and they're trying to like tell you, unless you're at a gastroenterologist, like specialist, like, you know, mm-hmm. all about the digestive, like it's probably not the right doctor to talk to. Like go right. to a gastro specialist if you want to talk to someone like that. But there's a ton, especially in San Diego, there's like, um, I think it's like nutritional therapy practitioners, NTP. There's a bunch. I have a ton of friends I can like turn you guys on to um, that do that, that can like order these tests for you. So if you think something's wrong, I would say start with a stool test and you can kind of like get like a GI map based on that. Like no one wants to hear this, but like a lot of people have parasites. A lot of people have like overgrowth of bacteria or you have bad bacteria like E. coli living in there and it's a little too rampant and it's like causing like pun intended, like shit to go down in there. So <laughs> like, but it's, for it's real. literally as simple as like, just kind of fixing that issue and then you're good. So, and the thing is, is like, and then you want to like re-inoculate like the good bacteria in your system. So like, so for instance, I just started working with um, this company called gut personal and it started by, um, Bridget, she's a dietitian and she has like a gut health quiz on her website. She was like, I want to create a personalized supplement line. So depending on what your issues are, like these are really high quality supplements, but like, this is what you could take. So like, there's so many different like probiotics out there. And like, most people would be really helped with like a good one, but like, how do you know if it's a good one? Right. So two that I really like are just thrive because it's spore based. So it's actually going to like recolonize like you and actually like make it past your like stomach acid. Uh And then, um, gut personal, the one that Bridget has, she has like this go-to one. that's very basic one. I'm pretty sure they have one that's like a little bit more powerful, but like I was already like feeling pretty good. And so I just got the go-to and that and magnesium. I've been pairing those together. Like I do the probiotic in the morning and the magnesium at night, which helps you go in the morning. If you guys want to know that, um, but also, <laughs> yes, I'm central nervous system and is really good if you are active because it helps your muscles to actually relax. And we need magnesium to, um, produce ATP. So Get it up. Uh, <laughs> your hormones up, your weight up. It's like, you know, your gut has a lot to do with your cognitive function too. I mean, yeah. you feel like super like brain foggy and just kind of like hard to concentrate. You probably went through a lot worse than you described, honestly. 
Well, and the thing is, is like, it's just in general, like you, you don't know how bad you feel until you know how good you can feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So until you're willing to, you know, experiment or admit that like, you kind of feel like shit, like you shouldn't be tired every day. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have break every day. You shouldn't always be hungry or always be full. Like you shouldn't always be bloated. Like your body like should feel good pretty mm-hmm. much every day. And if it doesn't, like that's something to look into. And the thing is, is like most people don't. It's because our society isn't based in actual like preventative healthcare. It's like reactive. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yes. have an issue. here's a Band-Aid. They're not like, what's the issue? Like, so true. Stop falling down, scraping your knees. They're just like, here's more Band-Aids for your knees. Right. Well, like you said, I mean, and we've talked about this in previous episodes too, about the, the huge um, issue that they're not trained from a nutritional perspective. And so it's like it, the analogy that I really like and that I've used with clients, it's like, you know, if you were to like take your car in and you're like, Hey, my car's not running. Like, obviously the first thing they'd be like, well, is there gas in it? You know what I mean? It's like, I think of the same thing, like with our body, it's like that, that should be like the number one question in my opinion. Like if you're having any kind of like energy issues, cognitive issues, gut issues. Like it all to me stems from like, are you fueling yourself properly? Mm -hmm. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. But but (laughs) that, I mean, good, really valuable information. I think uh, (laughs) I want to take one of those tests. (laughs) Yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you, um, a couple different people's like information. There's a couple of my friends that are really awesome. So if you feel like you have any issues, you could like book an appointment with them and they can get you any testing that you want to get done. Oh my gosh. Yes. That would be amazing. I, yeah. I'm going to take you up on that and reach out to them. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're a wealth of knowledge with that too. I mean, I'm sure you're able to help a lot of your clients um, with issues that they've had as well. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, mainly like, I mean, for instance, like, um, like one thing I'll look into is like, if, you know, it, say we hit like that three, four month mark. And it's like in the initial month, everyone sees different, right? Like sees a difference because they're like starting something. And yeah. then like if we hit that like three, four month mark and they're like kind of in that like plateau phase and I'm like, we should be seeing results like this is this should be working. That's when I'm like, okay, we, we really need to look into your gut health. You're either not absorbing your food. You have inflammation going on somewhere that, that you're not able to drop weight or like you straight up like have some sensitivities. Like there's something going on, right? Like other things that could be like hormonal. It could also be like maybe you have a nutrient deficiency. So like most of the time we'll have them go get a blood test. If there's something that comes back, we'll fix it. If I can fix it, um, if it's something I can't fix or they want to dive more into gut stuff, I'll refer them out because I can't order any testing. You have to be a practitioner. So I'll send in one of my friends. We can get the testing back. I've had some clients that like we do training and then I pass off the nutrition kind of side to someone else. So the only issue that comes with that is like, it's like a three-part deal, right? You have your training, you have your nutrition, like as in the food you eat and the foods you're eating and how much like macros and stuff like that. But then you also have like, what what are the foods you should be eating? Like based on like deep do low FODMAPs? Do you have to, you know, take out certain foods? Like, are you going to have sensitivities or like, say, um, like trying to think of an instance, like if you need to supplement with certain things, you know, like what do those look like that? I'm not going to know. Right. Like, I don't know how to kill off a parasite. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> oh, that's what they, that's what they come into. And then 
I normally kind of like mesh our protocols together. So I had a client, um, Carly, if she ever listens to this, which is really awesome. So like we were working together and like we saw results and then it kind of hit this like weird plateau phase. And we were both like, what the fuck? Because she was going so well, but she was just like, I don't feel good. And I was like, I really like, I think we need to like look into this like further. So she started working um, with someone else in San Diego to just run all these tests and like figure out what it was. And she like did have a bunch of gut stuff wrong with her. And the minute she started clearing it up, I'm not kidding you, like a week into her protocol, dropping weight immediately because the impl- oh. it's implemented. Your body is like, yeah. uh-uh. Like I want to hold on to all this because it's protection. So like, I'm going to hold on to the fat. I'm going to hold on to the inflammation. Like this is keeping me safe. Right. It's constantly a fight or flight. So until you can get your body to start relaxing and like letting go, it's not going to let go of the weight that we don't want. Yeah. Totally. That's crazy. Um, well, I kind of want to go into the fitness side of things. I know we've been touching upon nutrition, but I want to talk about crew because that is such a cool new opportunity. And um, for those of you listening, crew is a new studio in the San Diego area. It's in PB, right? I want to hear all about that. Like what made you decide to get into this opportunity? How's it been going? And yeah, I just want to talk all about it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like this is a long time coming and it is one of the coolest, like I would say full circle moments I might have, may have ever experienced. Um, when I, I would say like when I first moved out here, I was like, I tried like every single fitness studio out here. And so like, I was like really into yoga and then I started into strength training. And then I was like at this like almost CrossFit style gym and doing like obstacle course races. And I worked at like a bunch of different studios in San Diego. And I, so I feel like my hands are kind of like all in the fitness community. I've just met a lot of people over the years. And I would say from like 2017 to 2019, 2020, um, I worked for like, I was working with Renegade and Psychobar. And like, that was kind of like my dream team. Like I was teaching spin and I was teaching these strength training classes. I absolutely loved it. I loved the community, all of it. And, um, the same founders, founders and investors of Renegade, um, have now opened yoga box. They own like Fox and Jane. It's the canoe group. They own so many businesses and they're so amazing. They just basically like find people with amazing ideas. And they're like, like you're dope. We believe in you. Like, let's run with this. Like here, we're going to help you grow this thing. Right. Like we're good at the business, the marketing and like the overall, like how we run this. Mm -hmm. You're good at like what you do, like the service. So like you go do that and we'll do what we want to do. So I'd already known them then. I never wanted to own a fitness studio. It was never like, it was a dream, but I never thought like it would happen, I guess. Not that I didn't want it, but I was like, that seems like a lot, you know, (laughs) like a lot of, you know, just like, money first of all like getting it started and like I've worked in all these studios and I know how hard it is to keep these things going so I was like ah oh, probably never gonna happen for me right and um you know out of 2020 like I stopped working at Renegade in 2019 and then 2020 I stopped working at Cycle Bar kind of like you lose touch right like I feel like I've lost touch with a bunch of friends and I'm just reconnecting with people now that everything's starting to open again and earlier this year you know we still stay in touch but I saw that like uh they were kind of looking to open up some new fitness ideas. And we were kind of looking into a different studio at first and like a different idea. And then this like opportunity to go in at crew, which they had just opened down the street originally as a dance studio came along. 
And he was like, I think we should make it a fitness studio and like blow this thing up and you can bring like your signature class there. And I think this would just be like a perfect fit for you. So it would like not only be dance, but it would be crew fitness now. And I'm coming in with this new format called body build. So I've been teaching build at um, a different studio I did over the past year than I was teaching outside through my fitness community with Babe Sue Sweat, which we can get into too. But um, I decided to like basically upgrade it. I was like, how can I make this different? And it was just using dumbbells and a mat, like resistance bands at first. So I found these Zeno benches online and they're super dope. It's like this little black leather bench. It has an incline on the back. You can put it up and down and then you connect all these different sizes of resistance bands to it. So you can connect a strap, you can connect like a handle. Um, they come in like 15, 30 and 50. And then like, depending on where you hook it, you can make it more challenging. So I was like, this is so dope. I think that I can create this one of a kind format where it's strength training, but with these resistance bands, it almost becomes like kind of like Pilates because you're under constant tension. So it's very low impact. There's no like jumping. We do like very minimal, like cardio or plyo movements. If any, it's really just about like building strength, building your body and like helping you to define, define your muscles. Right. Like that's really what I love. Like I love, you know, feeling that burn, getting a pump, like building muscles, like everything that people want, like out of a fitness class, like that's what I feel like it is. So like, you're not super out of breath, but like you're working hard, right? Your heart's not racing, but you're working hard, you know, like a cool environment too. Like yeah. I saw in your story, it's like dark and like the lights are cool. I don't know. Like it just looks like, yeah. yeah. Well, so as it started as a dance studio, they have these super dope lights. It's completely black, black inside. And I was like, this is so vibey. It like completely went with the mood that I would like to go for too. So it's kind of nightclubish, right? We have like all black colorful lights, music's pumping and it's always a good time. So we're moving with the music. We're moving with the beat. Um, the workout is, I mean, I think it's amazing, (laughs) but yeah, the goal is to strengthen, define, build your body. It's such an amazing time, girls and guys, anyone can come out and do it. It's such a fun class. We just started today. So I am on one. Sorry. I'm so happy for you. That's amazing. I know. Congratulations. That's such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it brings so much to that studio too, just with your sheer excitement. Like it's like contagious, like yeah. and just your nature. Oh, you're going to crush it girl. That's awesome. Thanks guys. Yeah. I want to take a class yes. ASAP. <laughs> right. Sign us up. <laughs> so everyone gets three classes free for listening to this and you're in San Diego. Three classes free. You just got to use them. I think within like a week or two and yeah, check it out. That way you can try my class. You can try one of the dance classes. They have dance cardio. They've got a step and strength class, which is basically like a modern version of aerobics. It's like ratchet hip hop. And then um, a breakdown class. So you actually learn like choreography to a song. You like break it down and build it up. Nice. Yeah. So are are you having to do like any new kind of training involved in this? Or like, are you, do you already kind of have that background? For like personal training, like, well, more or less like kind of integrating like some of the dance, right? So I'm not doing any of the dance. Okay. 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 (laughs) Glad we're clearing that up. So everyone (laughs) knows now her bodybuild class is strictly just the weight training Pilates. And then they also have the dance. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So (laughs) basically just it's strength training with 
weights and resistance bands. And then they have their own dance classes. So Kayla and Josie are the other two owners. And um, we have a couple other instructors as well. And I'm actually looking for bodybuilding instructors. So if anyone wants to bodybuild, let me know. That's so exciting. Yes. Well, and then you're also doing like babes who sweat. You seriously, I don't know where you find the time (laughs) to do all of this stuff. Well, babes took a little bit of a hiatus just because, you know, the world shut down and life, but we are coming back. So the main focus moving forward with babes who sweat is going to be like mid-sized to larger events. So like I was teaching outdoor workouts when I wasn't teaching at a studio, but now that I am, I don't have time to do it. So mm-hmm. we're kind of going to go back to what we were doing. And I'm looking for, I am looking for ambassadors. If anyone wants to be a Babes Who Sweat ambassador. Um, we actually started Babes Who Sweat. I say we, it was me, but I consider <laughs> I am her. He <laughs> um, is me for now. Until other- but it really, I see it as like a, like a community. Like it's not about me. It's not for me. I wanted, like when I first moved to San Diego, I did not know anyone. And I worked in a sales position where it was all dudes and they just go to happy hour. And like, I was like, where do I find female friends? First of all. And like ones that I like want to go hiking and grab a smoothie. Like you can do both, you know, have fun. But I didn't know where to get that. And there really wasn't any like female focused communities out there back in 2014. So I was like really searching for that. And then in 2016, I think I created Babes Who Sweat 2016 or 17. Um, and I, it just started as like beach boot camps. And then we started going around to local studios and like, basically we'd ask them, like, I'd be like, Hey, um, we'd love to like bring our community to your studio. And like, they'd host us for free and we'd create like a community event out of it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it went into like hosting our own events where like, I'd basically like get a space rented out. We'd bring in the vendors and stuff like that. So it started like growing and like, really trickling and we getting new instructors in and stuff like that. My whole goal was always to like, I want to create a space and create a unique experience for like people to come in, meet each other, create community, but just somewhere where like women could come together and like, you could come alone and find a friend, right? Like that was the main goal was just building community around, you know, low key, the things that I liked fitness and nutrition and wellness. Yeah. Like-minded. Yeah. So like like-minded women and Um, so yeah, right now our next event is December 15th. We're going to be doing a holistic cocktail event up at square fit. It's in, I think Carlsbad, I believe, um, we're going to be doing a 30 minute yoga class followed by holistic cocktails with my girl, Celia. What she does is actually make really low or no alcohol cocktails. So we want to prove like you can have a good time without having to drink, you know, we can make with like Kava or CBD, or they have those really, really, really low alcohol like spirits now. Mm -hmm. So I believe Drink Monday is sponsoring us. So they have all these like non-alcoholic alcohols, which I'm not really sure how that works. So I still need to figure out exactly how to explain that one. (laughs) But she makes them and they're so delicious. And they have like adaptogens and like these really yummy like bitters and things like that. And it's like just a stable drink, right? So holistic, healthy, so yummy. But we're going to be able to make like our own. So we want to teach people how to make them too. So it'll just be an event for people to come together instead of another drinking event this holiday season we wanted to make a healthy one where you can like come zen out we'll do a little yoga chill maybe like you know meditate a little bit and then we'll make a vibey cocktail I that sounds that. like so much fun I love that so much because I you know I I feel like being in the fitness space you know you have to know how to kind of manage your social life and and also 
be true to that lifestyle. And it's, it's really hard sometimes. Right. So events like that, where you're like kind of getting exposure to like having a social life, but not having to have it be completely surrounded by drinking. Yeah. That's, that's huge. That's really cool. And she, she actually found a really, I wish I could remember the name and I feel bad that I can't, um, but she actually found a charity. So we're going to donate some of the proceeds to that. And it's for like, um, like addiction and helping with things like that. So just, you know, that, you know, we can't have a good time without drinking, which don't get me wrong. You guys, I totally love good margarita, but there's a time (laughs) and I don't know if you guys feel this or like, maybe it's just me, but like, I'm like, I go in waves of like, I'll be like in party mode and I'm like, I want to do all the things. And then like, I go through a wave where I'm like, I'm a hermit. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yes. I can relate. Hermit mode. I know it's because my business just like really kind of like started and like, I'm now teaching all these classes so I can't go out, but I'm like, all those like young kids drink. (laughs) 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 All my friends keep asking me and I'm like, I I honestly really want to read in my bed. And they're like, no, you don't. I'm like, actually, I really do. Like, I have a candle going, you know, I've got like the lights low. I'm enjoying this night. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the different seasons, right? I think that's like totally normal. I feel like this time of year, that's usually when I start like my hermit phase. <laughs> just drop off the face of the earth. I mean, like just a lot of sweatpants and chilling and movies and just like same yeah <laughs> I like it and I occasionally I'll like try to snap myself out of it but like yeah I just I don't really have a desire yeah <laughs> we'll have I, to have a, a movie night for like babes who spy we'll just invite everyone out in like their pjs yeah. <laughs> I will be there for that one <laughs> yeah I love that no being- <laughs> Well, so I'm curious though, cause I feel like you and I've, we've talked about this too in the past. Um, you know, when you are kind of in that phase of wanting to, you know, value your social life and go out and you're feeling like you, you know, want to be a part of all the things, like you said, like, how do you also manage wellness and prioritize your health too? Like, mm. and it, I think that is something that comes with time. Because like I had this conversation with my friend Kaylee recently where I'm like, wow, this is the least I've worked out ever, like since I was a teenager. And I personally feel like it's the best I've looked and felt in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm like, wow, you know how they always say like patience, like it's a journey, like it's your finished journey, like you'll get there, like give yourself time. I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm like almost 30. Like I've literally been doing this for like 10 years, right? At least like working out since I was a teenager, but I would say lifting for like eight, nine, 10 years, like hard. I'm like, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, I'm not tracking. I feel really comfortable in my body and like listening to it. Like when it needs rest, when I'm able to go out, when, you know, I don't crave like shitty food. Mm -hmm. Like my body like wants to eat healthy. Like it makes me feel good. And I know there's certain foods that make me feel bad and I avoid them. And like, if I really want to like splurge on like French fries and a burger, like I'll do it. Like it's not going to like, it doesn't phase me because I know that's not my everyday decision. And I think like, that's the difference is that like, I have spent so long building up my habits that those are natural, 
when I feel like so many people, it's natural for them to go for the burger and fries. So like when they're trying to be healthy, they're looking at like the overall shift is like a huge life change. Does that make sense? Yes. So like if they're in the, like the phase of going out, like obviously if you're like hungover, you're going to want to go get like fried food, right? Everyone wants not the best thing the next day. But I know like, yeah, I can have that. But then like for dinner, I'm going to get a salad or something. Like it's going to even out somewhere, right? Like if I really want a burger and fries, it's really not that bad for you anyway. So get it. But I think overall, it's like, what does your lifestyle look like, right? I'm not eating, you know, fast food and then going out to drink. I'm like working out, having my oatmeal in the morning, having a salad, having veggies and a protein for dinner. And then I'm going out to drink or like whatever I choose to do, you know, like I think the balance becomes like, what does the other time of your life look like? Or the other times of the day look like Yeah, is like the couple hours that you decide to go out. And then like, also we're not in college. So like, (laughs) I don't think anyone's truly like binge, binge drinking anymore, but you know, like enjoying what you're drinking. And I only really drink tequila. I think, you know, this Marcy, (laughs) I love tequila. Don't get me wrong, Um, but I'll just drink tequila soda and like, I'll just chill on it. Like, I could definitely handle which more than I need to, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's my drink. And so like, I don't get hung over off of it. I feel really good. So I'm able to wake, wake up and like go on and do the next day. Yeah. I love that. I feel like consistency is key. Kind of like you were saying, once you've built that foundation and have those good habits, then it's like, okay, you want a burger, like you were saying, or you want to have your tequila soda. It's like not going to move the needle, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also a a tequila girl. So (laughs) I'm like, yes. (laughs) That's definitely my drink of choice too. But I I mean, like you said, you, it takes time to like learn yourself. It doesn't hurt that you happen to be like a very energetic person too. I feel like that's just like your nature. Like I know myself and I think a part of the reason why I've, I really uh, embraced this hermit phase really well (laughs) for myself is that like, I don't, I can't bounce back as well. Mm. Like I know that about myself now, like, you know, there's just certain things that I, I kind of have to stray away from now that I'm getting older. It's like, and wiser to like, you know, what's healthy for me, you know, Mm -hmm. you start having to find new interests. Yeah. I will say like one thing that I don't know why most more people don't talk about this, but like, do you guys take nootropics? No, no. Like I have no clue why this is not a bigger thing, but like nootropics are basically like synergistic blends of like adaptogens and different, like, like I literally have these on my desk right now. So this is like qualia, so I'm just going to read what it says on the back so they can, they can explain it for me and not me. But Quality Focus is scientifically formulated with high purity nootropics to support the production of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, key neurotransmitters, and other pathways that are critical for healthy brain function. It ends procrastination and get the important things done with clear focus every day. Like, I found that, like, so Neurohacker is a company, like I, I work with them. I love them so much. Their products are phenomenal. If you want any suggestions, let me know. Also, I have a discount code for you guys. So let me know. Um, <laughs> but, like I first found them out like through a friend and I tried it and I was like, oh my God, this is legal Adderall. Like it's, it ended my procrastination. My procrastination was so bad. And like, I need to re-up as you can hear, this is empty. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone from Neurohackers listening to this, like, get me some more. Um, no, I need to order. <laughs> I can order today. I don't know why I haven't ordered. 
Um, anyways, but it's crazy. Like that is, I would say if anything's my secret, like that's my secret to having energy because it literally helps your neural pathways like function better. Like it helps your cells talk to each other better. Like it synergistically works with your body. It's not like caffeine or Adderall or something where it's like overtaking your system and like mm-hmm. fake making you have energy. Mm-hmm. It's legitimately helping your body talk to itself better. Wow. And like the ingredients aren't anything crazy. I mean, there's like a bunch of like vitamin B, like L-theanine. There's like a tiny bit of caffeine, like hundred milligrams in these ones. Um, but it's just like mine is there like really in depth one and it is a little bit pricier, but like, I don't even take the full dose. I take like four of the seven pills and like, it's amazing. I think that like that and like actually taking care of like your brain, not just like, Oh, health or like aesthetics wise, like nutrition, but like, how are we taking care of our brain? Like, what are we doing to make sure we're like not adding on right but like actually taking care of ourselves like that was a game changer for me um that and then like obviously like overhydration and like electrolytes because like, and people are like I don't know why I'm hungover and it's like did you drink any water yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my god I'm so intrigued by those I will have to like talk to you more about them because I mean it's crazy there's just so many moving parts and it's just really wild sometimes, especially being in the industry and like also being like a coach and a personal trainer. It's like, you want to always like advocate for things that you believe in as well. And that work for you. And, um, everyone is so different. You know, I started, I just mentioned like having a different lifestyle and knowing what I can, what I'm capable of and what I'm not. And like, what, what is one day isn't the next day. And like, I know for me personally, just like with my nature, like I'm, you know, I tend, I have a tendency of kind of like same thing, like procrastinating and then I'm getting in my head and then you have anxiety and then it's like, it just like perpetuates and, and, and then you have to start like really dissecting, like, like you said, am I hydrated? Am I, you know, is my gut health good? Did I actually like eat the, eat enough food today? Did I eat the right things? Did I do too much? Did I do too little? Did I get the right exercise? Did I get the (laughs) And you're just like, ah, it's so much. (laughs) But yeah, little supplements and little tricks like that are, that's intriguing to me. It's like, it's, you know, it's experimenting. And I think like, that's one of the things I know you can probably like vouch this as a coach too, is like, everyone's coming to you. Like everyone wants the secret, Mm -hmm. like, or how much exactly should I eat? Or like, what exactly should I do? Or, you know, just all the things. right? Right. And you can't give someone a blanket answer. Like we can work together for a while and I can give you like a good estimate, like over time, but like, you can't just like go to someone and be like, tell me exactly how to eat and work out to give me the body I want. Like, it doesn't work like that. Especially if you're that disconnected that you have no clue, your main focus should be education, right? Like if you like truly like, that's why like, I like educating around macronutrients, but like my goal isn't to have you track forever. I want you to be able to live your life. But if you don't know what has protein versus what has fat versus what has carbs, like you're making bad decisions, not on purpose. They're just like, this is not the right way to say this, but you're making ignorant choices. And, but just because you're, you don't know, we're never taught this. And like, that's the scariest thing is that we literally have no idea growing up. You have no idea what you're eating. Right. And then like being a fat little kid, I'm like, wow, if someone would have literally just educated me that like, no, broccoli is not gross. It's actually giving you all these different vitamins and minerals that like you need to function. Stop eating ho-hos every day after school. Yeah. Like 
Those were my favorite food. <laughs> uh, I remember like eating more than one package and my mom gets so mad. I'd like hide them in my room. Like if you would educate me on like, Hey, that's literally what you're putting in your body. I would like, wow, I should learn more about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have like weird little like health free kids that are like, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, what kind of oil is that? Just a little Kiera. You know that that's only 10 grams of protein, right? I can't eat anything with less than 10 grams of protein. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're going to thank you later, let me tell you. Oh, my God. You ever, you talk to those people and they're like, oh my God, growing up, my parents were like those hippie, like super healthy people. Look at their body types now. Yeah. Yeah very lean they're very healthy people and they naturally have those habits like yeah. I, I hate that it's like looked down upon to eat healthy like not when people like on a diet but like when you're trying to like basically clean up your lifestyle and do something for your health it's like people look down upon it because it becomes so common to literally eat like shit and like treat our bodies like shit and then people make fun of other people when they're trying to get their lives together and do something good for them like that's the most irritating thing to me when I was vegetarian for like 10 years mind you like vegan some of it pescatarian some of it I lived in the south I went to school in South Carolina I got shit on by everyone they're like how are you a vegan in the south first of all and then my family like my grandparents were like oh how's your rabbit food like I'm like a 15 to like 25 year old and like, yes, by the time I was 25, I was over everyone's comments. But like 15, like, you're not secure enough in it to just, to no, yeah. no way. Like, so I can't even imagine, like, if you're eaten that way for so long. And then like, so I totally understand, like, when people don't support your decision. Yeah. And like, I think that there needs to be way more of a movement, like, one, with like educating our children and like nutrition. That's something that I'm really passionate on. Like, I would love to like get into schools and like help devise some sort of program to like in a fun way, educate kids on food, mm-hmm. quality ingredients, why you should eat them. Right. But then also like to push that, like this is legitimately for longevity and like your overall health. And like, especially with the, what the world's going through, like, no, I'm not going to support you on your food page. That's going to eat like Cheetos covered in cheese, put in a tamale, deep fried, put in lasagna. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I literally started, um, this is something that I do want to pick back up on. Cause I was doing it before the pandemic. And then like, I had to stop cause I couldn't go in places anymore, but I called it healthy eats with Casey. And I really want to be like the girl version of guy theory, but for healthy food. Oh, I love that. Like, I want to go show how you can eat healthy at, like, all these different places and, like, how they're doing it really well. So, like, I went around to San Diego. You can go on my IGTV and, like, watch. I went to, like, Cafe Gratitude. I went to, like, a couple salad spots. Um, I went to, like, Java Earth and PB. But, like, interviewing the owners and, like, what their purpose is versus, like, no offense, but, like, most of the places he goes to are, like, horrible for you. And, like, you know, I want everyone's dreams to come true. But, like, also, I want everyone to live as long as possible in a healthy life. Like, yeah, so totally. I want to support that. And like, I would love to show people how to do that. Cause that's one of the main questions I get as a coach too. It's like, what do I eat when I go out? Or like, what's the healthiest option? And I'm like, it's really not that hard, but okay, let me show you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the more that you're in fitness, the more removed that you get from not being in fitness. Right. Totally. 
like you don't realize something that's so basic and fundamental for you to do and so second nature is something that would be like so paramount for someone else to know you know like what's like the number one tip you would give someone like nutrition wise like if you could give like a quick tip me yeah either of you well, I always, I mean, protein, I, I think that that's vastly underrated in people's diets. Like people yeah. talk about inflammation and feeling, you know, bloated and they're, you know, obviously their fluid balance is fluctuating a lot because they're, you know, they're just, they're all over the board and either eating too much fat or eating too much carbs and just not enough protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 90% of the time I would say that even with my clients who, you know, they're like, I need to lose weight. I'm like, I feel like you're more under muscled than you are anything else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, that like kind of cliche that almost kind of like skinny fat look. And uh, I would never yeah. call somebody that. I mean, obviously like I'll talk to them, talk them through like why I feel like they need to maybe add a little bit more shape or whatnot. But like, that's mostly when people are like dissatisfied with their look. It's that there's, they're not, there's no shape there, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's mostly due to the fact that nutritionally they aren't prioritizing protein. Yeah. And strength training. For sure. sure. I mean, yeah. Mine would be like sneaking in nutrients wherever you can. Like a lot of the times in the mornings I'll have a smoothie and I'll throw in like three big handfuls of spinach in it. And I'll still add in like fruits and make it taste all good. Maybe some like coconut water. Um, but I think sneaking in your veggies or your fruits, nutrients, wherever you can is really helpful. And also just, I'm kind of like how you mentioned that you've switched from macros to being like a little bit more intuitive with how you eat. I feel like I've kind of done the same with really being intuitive and listening to my body and what I feel like my body needs in that moment. So I think just really taking a step back and thinking like, okay, what do I feel like I need right now in this moment? Am I craving something that's a little bit sweet? If so, maybe I should have some like berries or like a banana or something like that. So those would be my like little, little hacks, little tips. I feel like you'd be good at that. (laughs) Yes, uh, always, always in creative ways. And I try to do the same for when I cook for my fiance too. I'm just like, will he notice (laughs) if I sneak all of these things in? And a lot of the times he doesn't and he still thinks it tastes good. So that's like my plan. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's the thing is like, I feel like you like, just like you said, like when you're so far into it, like you forget that like your knowledge isn't common knowledge. Cause I do that all the time. And like, I'll say something and like, whether it's like friends or family and they're like, wait, what, what do you mean? And I'm like (laughs) this. And they're like, no Kira, who knows that? And I'm like, I don't know the world. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, how do you not know that? I'm like, can't even think of something right now. (laughs) But How do you not know? Like all this shit. (laughs) I'm here putting like, there's this, it's called eat pluck and it's, basically a seasoning made out of dried organ meats because organ meats are the most beneficial and nutrient dense things like you can eat, Mm -hmm. but like no one really wants to like cook and meat, eat like liver. Right. Like I've had it before. Like it's okay. I'd have it like grind it in with another meat maybe, but like it's actually a seasoning and it's like a couple different organs and it literally just tastes like 
seasoning, like salt and pepper and like some other stuff. Like oh it gives like, kind of like earthy, like almost like umami flavor. And it's really good. I put it on like all my meats to just like amplify the nutrients. Wait, what's it called? It's called Eat Pluck on Instagram. Okay. I need to, I need to follow them because I want to, there's so, I need to like go back and listen to this episode and actually like take notes because I feel mm-hmm. like I've learned so many things and I'm like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. like a cheat sheet of like all the random shit that I like eat and do. <laughs> Put those out. Like, like I said, like random tips and trips that I'm just like, yeah, but like, shouldn't, isn't that just like common knowledge or like, shouldn't people just know to do that? Like, <laughs> but, but greens and like, all of your ground meats. Like, why not just put spinach in there? Like, why not? Like, you literally can't taste it. Put spinach in everything. You literally can't taste it. Yes. Everyone's iron most of the time. Like, yes. <laughs> um, and like greens in general in their diet. Like, and then diversity. I think like that's, I think that's a huge thing within the fitness industry that goes wrong mm-hmm. is like people getting stuck in eating like chicken, rice, and broccoli, or asparagus, or whatever it is. And like the diversity in your diet is actually like one of the healthiest things you can do for your like gut microbiome. I just listened to this podcast. I'm like so into the gut, you guys. I love it. (laughs) Like it like, I geek out about the gut. I just bought this guy's book. It's all about like eating as many different plant foods as possible is the healthiest diet that you can have. Like it is proven scientifically. And like, if you feel like you have a sensitivity to be to like through like beans or something like that, it's like have it in small doses so that you can like build up to it because your body just doesn't have the correct enzymes or bacteria to break that down yet. So you have to build up to it. But the cool thing is like the fiber that is in like a plant, like let's say apples, right? It'll have the same like bacteria on or in the vegetable or plant, like to eat it. So, like, the bacteria, like, that needs to break it down, like, it has the food. They come packaged together. That's why you should have, like, juices with pulp or, like, smoothies, like, a whole food. So, you're getting the prebiotic fiber, right? And then, like, the bacteria to feed it is, like, on normally on, like, the outside of, like, the plant. And I was like, what? Like, I'm like <laughs> I'll say this episode. I geeked out. I was like, I can't. <laughs> and, like, he was literally like, shut up, Kira. Shut up. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Do <laughs> like we are not sterile human beings. So like we're living in this world where everyone's trying to sterilize everything, and we're losing all of these really good bugs. Like we need to play in the dirt. We need to be surrounded. Like we are constantly covered in bacteria. Like we need it. We are like symbiotic. We are codependent yeah. on it. Always lived inside of us. We've always had a colony of bacteria living inside of us, and like that's what helps us break down our food. Like they yeah. get fed by. We get fed by like, they give off fatty acids that are so good for like our brain health, for like so many functions in our body. They feed us and we feed them. Like it's a symbiotic relationship. You want the bacteria. So like, I think that like overall, if I could educate more people on like why you want to eat vegetables and like gut health and like that whole aspect, like that would change so many people's lives. Oh, totally. Oh, this entire time, but <laughs> no, I literally, I love that it went in this direction because this is, I think a, a topic that we really haven't touched on too much. And I think you, we are definitely onto something. It's uh it's really a, a huge point that people should start kind of prioritizing. Right. Totally. I totally agree. I think it's huge. The gut health and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there have been so many like little nuggets in this episode of like really helpful tips and information. So if anyone's listening, I hope you're taking notes because I'm going to go back and re-listen to this episode and take notes myself. So 
<laughs> Yay. Well, I hope, I hope I answered all the questions. I feel like I just ranted. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No, it was amazing. Yeah. I think people are going to get a lot of value. And um, with that said, we should kind of wrap up with one of our final questions that we like to ask. Um, and that is kind of what does being balanced and what does wellness mean to you? Mm. I think figuring that out for yourself, like is like, like balance to me and what balance to you or like balance to, you know, anyone else is, is like such an individual thing. And like, cause I, I used to always be like, Oh, like I want to be like balanced and like in my life or at least, well, first of all, I'm a Libra. So, all about but I believe in like harmony over balance. Right. Like, I think that there's always going to be things that are out of balance, but like, that's kind of creating this harmony where like, we just talk ebbs and flows and seasons of sometimes I'm in like party mode and I'm like, I want to go out and do all the things, music festivals, da, da, da. And then there's like times like now where I'm like, I want to hermit and like literally not talk to any of my friends. Sorry friends. But like, I want to go on walks and that's it. But like, to me, that's like living like in my own balance and like what, like my body needs and like innately listening in. And I think like wellness, like is so individualized, but like it's kind of commercialized at the moment. And like, it's become this thing where like, Oh, we feel like we need like self care and we have to like take a bath and like, you know, like candles and we need to like, you know, eat all these like vegan desserts or whatever. And I just feel like it's gotten like this little like glammed like version of like what wellness is when really, I just think it's like, you listening in and like being able to be intuitive about like what you actually need and like taking that time for your space and figuring out like what your balance or your harmony is. I love that. That's a great answer. Yeah. I love that, that perspective, the, the kind of the, the harmony in chaos. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yay. Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I, I think this was just such a value added episode and I can't wait for people to listen to it. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I had a blast. Yes. Thank Yay. you so much. So, so educational. Can't wait to release. Me too. All right. Well, thanks Kara. Bye. Bye.